I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hard to listen to. Try giving this podcast a good two weeks and I had to cut that short. The formula of choosing a topic and having a one-sided argument people on Twitter's tweets gets old after 60 minutes. The host, a self-proclaimed feminist, in true Steve Harvey style, started to attack woman when they brought him to task for something he said while calling woman without check marks on social media nobodies. As much as I wanted to like this podcast, an hour of arguing just wasn't my cup of tea. That excerpt is by Aslan Me um on the one star review on itunes one of my favorite authors um and then i wanted to add this from another excerpt that i'm reading this book called creative quest okay who gets to determine when an artist is on track and when an artist is off track the artist is the track hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are back live on a sunday doing feedback on a sunday now normally yes. we do this on a saturday but we're doing it on a sunday it is i self-proclaimed feminist rod uh the blackout tips the host of the podcast everybody that doesn't like us always makes that mistake um <laughs> joined by my less important co-host who's <laughs> barely even here really if we're thinking about i'm it. holly here doesn't have a check mark on twitter so Not I that mean, i don't have does, she's really a nobody to mm-hmm. me i mean if you can't take a joke uh anyway uh we're live uh ready to do your feedback this is where we talk about all the things that you had to say about the things we had to say last week um plus one more day because we uh did a live show at the library yesterday at the library and it was fun it was a lot of fun we were surrounded by about a bunch of like people that came out to support us mm-hmm. it was live my parents showed up fans showed up we got to see some people for a second third fourth time it was really cool uh some people for the first time like uh definitely a great time um we recorded the audio so you guys should be able to hear that um on the uh on the feed so i mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy it and um what i'll do is if i can remember i'll try to read your comments for that episode next week too because i know it's only been up one day and you guys didn't have a lot of time to talk about that one yeah and also um if you want to listen to if you want to actually see it live go to crowdcast.io uh type in the black guy who tips and uh you should be able to find it if you want to actually see that show live right um uh so the excerpt from creative quest i want to get to i thought that was a bar like who determines when an artist is on track or off track the artist is the track and i think the way people look at artists is very much like they're whack now they're good now i like them now i don't like them now as opposed to the idea that the artist we're just watching the journey that's it and that's the only that's the only thing you sign up for you know it makes me think about the podcast because i always tell people i'm didn't start this show with you in mind like i'm not didn't know who you was i don't wake up every day and think i hope these strangers on the internet agree with me mm-hmm. I, I wake up every day and think about myself and i feel like the journey we've been on is one for me of self-discovery not uh not Same. the opposite way i'm i haven't felt like i'm discovering the world so much as trying to discover my place within it and so a lot of times um it's gonna lead to people not liking you it's gonna lead to people you know uh taking a joke about uh you know not having check marks seriously and and dedicating their life uh to leaving a five a one-star review it's gonna take that 
you know and that's a path that i'm totally fine with man i was listening or watching the show the shop uh yeah lebron james uh well it should be a podcast it should be a podcast uh but yeah i was watching their show um and he wasn't on this episode but whoopi goldberg was in there and oh my gosh she was speaking truth to power i loved it everything she said i was just like that's why people fuck with whoopi you know as much as whoopi has said fucked up shit and made mistakes and all this stuff um and has views that i you know people totally disagree with yeah she said some shit that was so real where she was like look the only thing you can be is authentic to yourself and people will either like it or don't like it but you have to like you so you got to start with where you're at and if people don't fuck with it so what like why give them all that power over your life like trying to fit into these motherfucking groups of folks like um you know and i joke about it but you know seriously i i really do like who i am and i want to and i want to be able to like who i am you know in that way so um yeah i i I think on the creative side feeling that feedback from criticism and stuff is something that you know it sucks sometimes because sometimes it's completely irrelevant like someone saying you're steve harvey and and you know it's just like that bounces off of you because it's so it doesn't fit but sometimes you know it's something that might sting or something that really gets to you and learning that balance of being like well that's that's a fair criticism but also i've thought about what i'm putting out to the world and this is what i want it to be i mean it's something that's that i think a lot of people have a hard time achieving i know i do you know um and i've had to learn how to mitigate that you know such as we only read the nice reviews and stuff um unless i can make a joke out of it so yeah it was it was like don't be too hard on yourself you are the track you are the journey you are the person that listens that's the person listening is listening for where you take them right right and and also i think i think for me um i agree you have to be comfortable with who you are you have to live your life for you and not anybody else because at the end of the day so many people have so many varying views on what they think your life should be be it your immediate family your brothers your sisters your mom your aunts and uncles a lot of them have views on how they think your life should go and this is not including complete strangers like people that you interact with every day they know your name social security number your address your telephone number them people have projectories on where they think your life should go and how they think you didn't make the right decision here or you made the wrong step here life is full of mistakes and, and mistakes are going to be made but that's how that's part of life you live and you learn from mistakes and errors and things like that um and yeah you've got to get to the point and sometimes even these loved ones where you got to say i actually don't give a fuck about what you feel or think about my life and because most people i talk to quote unquote respect your elders and all that shit that's a very very hard place to get to well you got to turn and tell somebody i really don't care what you think today mm-hmm. and mean it and and just guess what let them sit in the un- let them sit in the feeling of oh she don't give a fuck about how i feel about it right i don't i absolutely do people don't want to deal with that awkwardness of telling somebody that you love and care about that i don't want to hear what you got to say about my life just let me live it yeah well you know i think yeah you've taken it to a different place but yeah i think that that applies is even when it is you know outside of just creativity you know just your life your life is you creating what you want out of it and so there's gonna be people that detract from that there's gonna be people with all kinds of judgments and shit but you know i think and what i found with whoopi that uh it was really affirming was watching her 
like full-throated defense of like nah this like like i think hassan minaj just said something about voting and stuff and how you know he just didn't he he knew people he didn't say it was himself but he knew people that just didn't feel inspired by the people on the ballot ticket and blah blah blah. and she was like fuck that shit you know and uh it was really it was really um pertinent because it was like you know who else is in that room stacy abrams Stacey Abrams knows more about the voting populace and more about policy and everything than anyone else in that fucking room. Right. And she was like, listen, the one thing I care about in 2020 is people going to vote. Correct. She literally said two days ago, we have to overwhelm the system with votes. That's what she said. But I'm supposed to be prioritize the feelings of somebody is just like eh, you know i just don't feel like it you don't un- unfortunately you don't get to center everything around your feelings no you so don't. some shit is like you don't have to feel great about it but you need to do it that's why it's called a civic duty not a fucking civic you know it's not it's not like a civic uh treat you know what i mean it's not a civic birthday present like it's a duty you know and and so i i really appreciated that conversation um and whoopi was just holding the room down um in a way that i just you know i love to see um i really want her to have a her own podcast where she can cuss because i felt like the cussing added something extra to it um and she was in full like black like auntie uh i don't give a fuck you know like if they could have just put a spades card table right there um she would have just had no business and been reading everybody for filth and i loved it. it was probably one of my favorite episodes of the shop because of her and like i said that's a person that i really have had these moments where i'm like i don't know what the fuck's wrong with Whoopi. you know she and she gonna have them again but there was something about her being like at least i'm being authentic about the shit where i had to be like i, I can respect that and especially when her talking about like you can't be trying to please all the people on twitter you can't be trying to please all the people fuck them like literally they don't know you they don't invest in you and they don't have the answers either and a lot of times they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and i was just like well goddamn there it is put that on a t-shirt let me buy 12 you know right because her thing is you have people that are talking about things and sometimes they they're not even educated in these areas but they know the answer and like she said they convince you that they know the answers when they don't motherfucking know the answers either yeah cause therefore that's the answer and it's very simple we should all do it but they really don't know you know and but back to the to the original quote the artist is a track and that's what it reminds me of these are people that are essentially tuning in to watch you and they're giving their opinion every step of the way but they don't fucking know you know like this is just their opinion and it's in uh, like the only responsibility you have is to create for yourself and then some people will like it some people won't so i just thought that was really dope because i do have this weird abstract theory that um i'm i already know most people won't agree with i don't really talk about it or float it out there that often but i don't believe that extremely talented people make like whack shit now i know that that's a very like i know that's not a popular opinion because right. I, you know it's people like well well kanye well, jesus was whack or whatever you know i'm not i really wouldn't want to argue with people about it it's there it's just my personal belief system but i think people that are really talented they just make art that you might not understand but i don't think they lose all the genius and shit that you've been attributing to them just suddenly it's like and now they're not a genius anymore right like no they just did something that maybe you need a very specific mind frame to understand it you know uh to go back to the well with kanye west i know um the album for for a lot of people was um the um 
oh what was that album called the one where he did auto-tune the whole time and sang mm-hmm. and i remember the reception to that was at first was like fuck this shit it's not a rap album why this shit so sad um i don't like this you know oh 808 and heartbreak yeah i remember that and i remember listening to it at first and being like mm, i don't really like this shit what is this shit what is kanye thinking this isn't good this isn't even rap like what like what the fuck there's like one rap song on the whole goddamn album like this is crazy thank you andre 3000 nigga blah 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 and then i remember uh it might have been when i lost my job or something but i remember i went through a time where i was kind of you know sad and i listened to that album and Mm -hmm. it just it just communicated with me in a way that i i had never really experienced before right he was singing his that that was a, a form of his pain right and sometimes when it comes to certain things people don't want to admit sometimes people artists make shit and you just ain't in the mood like right. if you're a happy person you're going through and, and they put out some sad shit you're like fuck that shit but that's because you quote unquote might not be able to relate to it or or, or either they put some inspiring shit and you don't feel inspired by it that's you know that's because you're just not in that spot because the thing about music music has a mood and sometimes music might not hit you right when it first come out sometimes it takes a while before you realize that oh this shit is banging or slamming i wasn't in the right frame of mind like all of, like i realize a lot of times which is human nature people take the way that they feel and they want the artist to make shit directly towards them but that's not the artist's job the artist's job is to make art the artist is the track that's the thing so yeah man it <clears throat> it really made me think about that um you know in general and so combined with earlier in this week which is uh really just uh uh just uh what do you call it fortuitous timing but when i was when we read that thing it was like you gotta learn how to throw out the irrelevant reviews and the irrelevant criticism that's not really critical it's not really constructive it's not really real and how everyone feels like they have to review everything and everyone has access to everyone at every time that's the reason i wanted to read that one star review is because i was just thinking like damn look at look at the time and it's like life really be setting you up sometimes for like to be prepared for some shit that's about to happen so you can be like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i saw this coming from a mile away you know so anyway and before we move on um going back to the shop one thing about whoopi regardless of if you agree or disagree or whatever however you feel about whoopi at the end of the day she is a black woman and also uh something that she said that was profound that actually stuck with me she was like y'all can't be uh shitting on the people's who shoulders y'all standing on a lot of people have a tendency to do that particularly when you're young most young people have a tendency to do that because they always assume that it starts with them when no there are other people out there that have done things and voted and wasn't inspired and all that shit but they did it because it was the goddamn right thing to do they didn't do it because i don't feel like it oh i'm no they was like i considered the future i got to think about the future my children my grandchildren my nieces my nephews my cousins you constantly have to think about the next generation and i think a lot of people are so fucking self-centered that they do not consider the next generation what happens when i don't vote what happens when i don't voice my opinion what happens when i don't fight back what happens when people's rights are stripped away what happens when i'm gone what is my legacy going to be because the thing is the legacy that 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 we live in now i don't know what it's going to be y'all because we can sit back and we can talk about the past because it happened 
and we actually can read about it and learn about it but what happens when we get to the point where people erase that shit literally erase that shit and 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 morph it and change it into something that's not true and you have another generation of people that don't even know who the fuck fought what happened or anything like that i mean it's people in that spot now don't get me wrong but is it going to be even worse as the time goes on and as people try to erase the past and erase the the people that were there before you and act like these people never fucking existed yeah i i think um you know i, I wasn't trying to turn it into the whole like thing but uh i do feel like what she said about that is just generational mm-hmm. and uh hassan minaj and her they represented the intergenerational conflict that we see all the time which is the younger generation always thinks well the old generation did nothing but make mistakes and that's why we inherited what we have and they never think about the progress that was made by those generations because they take it for granted that's really what it's almost like that's what the job is you do your best and then the next generation takes it for granted and this will happen to our generation as well and it'll happen to the generation after us but you're only living the time you're here and so they don't they haven't thought about it Hassan Naj hasn't really in contextualizing the only age can give you that like right when he's 50 when he's 60 he'll be looking like damn we weren't all bad we tried we fought we did things so um you know i think anyway i think people should tune into that episode of the shop i thought it was really good Me too. um and i thought whoopi was really good and i think um the the the, the imagery i can't that can't be lost on me is that when the politics came up you're sitting in a room where the two people that were the most vocal and knowledgeable and thoughtful in my opinion were black women we and, have to be and um they and i thought that that was interesting in a room where you have you know white women i think they were both like lesbian possibly i'm not sure about super don't mean not let me not speculate but i know at least uh megan rapino is and Correct. then um uh matter of fact i think super said she was in the interview so anyway but you're sitting there you got black men in there you got all these people but when it came to that stuff it was it was uh okay super is married to megan rapino there you go so when it came but when it came to like politics and stuff just in general voting and stuff like stacy abrams and, and, and whoopie whoopie held it down um in a way that i just don't think can be dismissed and like i said you don't have to agree i saw people trying to do the roll eyes and shit but i think she was just 100 percent right about twitter and how you really can't listen or live for these motherfuckers and you know it's definitely a lesson i took to heart because i was like yo i felt that pressure before of like oh but what if these motherfuckers don't like what i say or but you know what who gives a fuck i'm doing my best and that's the only obligation i have and that obligation is not to to them that's to myself to do my best that's to my family to do my best that's to you to do my best i don't like at the end of the day that's all i owe anybody so all right let's get into the uh review show okay uh we have a lot of stuff to uh to cover here uh it's been an extra day um of feedback so we'll try to get to all of it okay um first things first though some of you guys gave us money you go to the blackoutist.com look on the right hand side of the page you can donate to the show we appreciate that i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you today's a new day new day 
new money uh nicola c thank you very much dr bambi what's going on professor hey sweetie kevin w our girl falcons diva donna n jason f felicity f no relation Mm -mm. Derek lw not confused with three lw donna n linwood c Mm -hmm. b coleman grace n zachary n uh the living corporate podcast uh he's in the chat now guys check him out lawrence c melanike i cedric w preston f team Joe, tracy j monica t gerard l james g calvin n i hope that mcdonald's franchise is going good for you i hope so too tyrone m jason f tara w lenica m alexander m no relation dostry j waste bees by Suva. jasmine a and eric oh eric m attitude check franco pride you know uh michael i a michael irvin aka the playmaker um is that everybody or is this thing just not loading mm. jonathan w deborah o janine r rachel h and oh my a our girl shanna shanna b what's up baby stefan h thank you very much lagman f mr span of the span report podcast Corey b darwin m jonathan h jeff m uh andy s brian b j fool what's up j fool michael w early days of photography marvin b yes marvin b nicole f solana s chriselle m nerds in luxury those luxurious ass nerds Mm -hmm. candace h asia d justin j and now that's everybody thank you so much for your uh thank you loving donations appreciate y'all peace won't you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile for me can you just smile for me and the people say oh 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 all right all right let's get into five reviews you know the positive ones that people left uh that i the one that actually matters the ones that count (laughs) the one we actually count oh man oh you know the funniest thing about that other review is that i remember that interaction on twitter and it was a joke but i love to know that it did hurt their feelings like i don't know why the petty in me woke up and was like "Ooh, that really hurt your feelings Mm, that joke you you it's like the reward for people not being able to take the punishment for people not being able to take a joke right is that they get offended by the joke and it's like well that's kind of the that i'll take that as well if you can't laugh at yourself then at least let me laugh at you uh so we got five star reviews two of them um <laughs> since the last time we did a feedback show which i because didn't we take like a week off so i think i got this right um because mm-hmm. i think uh we took a week off um all right cool i just yeah yeah okay so i think the last one we did was uh beautiful minds um so let's go to hey y'all um hey y'all 
am i a coon for liking the kelly clarkson show it's really it's really i guess good and am i uncle thomas for jamming the justin bieber yummy please help a negro get his invite to the cookout again i love us for real this is by fine apple no yeah i agree with Karen. Mm-mm. best podcast in the game i've been listening to rod and karen ever since an ex-girlfriend turned me on to them nearly two years ago shout out to ex-girlfriend shout out my ex-girlfriend uh since then the show has been a source of good fun many laughs and serious food for thought i'm sorry that it took me so long to write a review but i'm grateful for everything that the show represents thanks so much for everything that you do thank you thank you well you know listen for a show that gives you a one-sided argument uh on twitter tweets um redundant that gets old after 60 minutes i feel like we're doing okay you know i feel like all the people showed up and had a good time yesterday and our faces surrounded us with real love mm-hmm. you know i feel like uh all these positive reviews got to be coming from somewhere somewhere you know so i don't know i guess i'm supposed to be doubting myself and feeling like uh like i ain't shit like i'm a fake ass feminist but uh i don't know it's working pretty well i feel pretty good also i never proclaimed myself to be a feminist okay i am a maninist everybody knows this remember when they tried to start that the meninist movement and people was like the fuck is this <laughs> the meninist <laughs> i was like shouldn't it be masculist i think that's why i was like why why didn't how did yeah. y'all fuck that one up so easily yeah men are terrible with names that that and the naming of, perf- uh, of cologne yeah we're not we're not good at naming things no you guys are not uh y'all uh, name shit after after action she'd be like the fuck is this you mean deodorant not cologne deodorant yes deodorant the arctic winter force push yes yes, if you have the actions desert storm try speed stick desert storm all right let's get to the uh comments on the website uh 2033 was our last feedback episode on the 25th oh wait so maybe i hadn't read that review shit might not okay so wait i got one more review to read i think i think let me let me check the date i might have fucked up y'all anyway um 2033 happened upon some sex yes i remember this i remember that because we named the show after that yeah that was um that was well no i'm saying that was the last feedback episode okay i'll get to the um i'll get to the review in a second i got okay anonymous says laugh my ass off happened upon some sex does sound suspect now that i've heard it out loud Uh, oh and there was an issue on the website where for some reason they make everyone's comments anonymous i fixed it but god it's just like you do an update on wordpress and it just was like yeah so this is happening and all week i was like why won't nobody log into the site and then i went and fixed it it was like what the fuck it wouldn't even let me post a comment without being anonymous and i own the goddamn site <laughs> anyway so um i think this is brooklyn shoe babe uh laugh my ass off having upon some sex does sound suspect now that i've heard it out loud i mean i am out at the girl gro- if i'm out at the grocery store and i hit it off with a tall man getting something off the top shelf for me then sex could be consensually in our future but i'm not out looking for a relationship as usual you educate and entertain me yeah i can understand that yeah I'm, i mean we was you know we just joking about having upon some sex uh karen i don't follow you on facebook but i still would like to donate money on your mom's behalf is there another place where the link is located like on twitter yes um i can i, I i'll i'll uh, give it to roger he just can put the national link in the post 
okay all right yeah just let, let me get that afterwards and i'll i'll put it in the show notes mm-hmm. um so for those no of you that, that that uh want to donate but don't follow me on facebook uh roger could put it in the uh show notes so that you can guys can um directly give oh and cool i did get all the five star reviews okay cool cool but yo if you're out there listening leave us another five star review yeah every time we get a one star review i hope that motivates people to actually do like the show that haven't left a review yet to be like oh these haters never take a day off and i would love to contribute to some uh the helping the show out yes you know, five star review move us up in the polls and the charts and make people want to listen to us yes and for those of you that was like i already got five put ten go mm. on over there to the black guy who tips for movie reviews and leave us a five star review over there um all right um who had more joy in their singing today this is our feedback poll <laughs> rod karen or it's a tie okay this is a close poll with 32 percent it's a tie oh with 32 percent rod which means with 36 percent somehow karen still beat me when i was giving my best you guys are biased i I reject the results of this scientific (laughs) poll (laughs) you want to recount i count all the ones that say it's a tie as being for me because that's really oh word that's how it goes that's really our sympathy (laughs) those are sympathy votes that that you said oh he blew karen out the water so Uh, they don't want to pick so they just like ah i just say it's a tie Mm -hmm. i know what this means uh we got two comments alicia says okay beyonce rod i love you but you were trying way too hard with that singer in those runs karen wins this round oh so now <laughs> y'all like singers that don't try hard when did we start liking that because i put a little work into my singing all of a sudden y'all don't like the elbow grease <laughs> starbar 2000 says i love you rod but those misplaced runs exuded forced manufactured joy which doesn't hold a candle to the real deal i can literally hear queen karen smile when she sings and sparks joy at me but thank you for giving me the hardest gut rich and last i've had in a long time rod i needed it well you know what star bar 2000 um uh, first of all my joy is not manufactured okay it's real it came from inside uh and second of all karen's smile is fake okay she smiles it is not for everything she didn't she the one faking okay y'all the one that it fell is for it not i smile all the time sometimes i try to smile too much see what i'm saying she smiled all the time which means it's fake it's not no it does not not real okay i put effort into my smile and she just came came through and y'all fell for it and it's you know it's not my bad the artist is the track is what i'm trying to say and <laughs> i i feel like my y'all criticism is irrelevant today so i should have won easily um <laughs> episode 2034 trying to help was uh uh was an episode we talked about um the reaction to kobe bryant's death mm-hmm. lean away with a bunch of stuff terry cruz and his apology to gabrielle union at the did gabby ever even talk about that apology i feel like Mm-mm. she didn't even reply i don't think she addressed so it's over smart for yeah it's over for him uh so we got one comment michelle says i'm trinidadian um which is uh nothing special about there's nothing special about dreadlocks that represent the culture there the rastafarian movement originated in jamaica i doubt the student wearing the dreads is a rasta it was simply his choice of hairstyle which he is entitled to make the school seemed to change the rules for no reason i know this detail makes no difference in the school's decision to suspend the student for his hairstyle but i felt like being one of those people today sorry well you know what michelle um you can always choose to not be one of those people 
but i respect your choice to be one of those people okay i understand um i don't know if it got anything to do with being trendadian either mm-hmm. not my culture not my table not my country um mm-hmm. uh, but that was what his reasoning was and maybe he attaches some type of uh meaning to his uh hairstyle and um yeah like his father's country of origin or whatever so you know it's not for me to decide i think one of the things i think is kind of weird is like we try to universalize all these fucking personal choices in the in the things and if it's like who can i how can i tell him that that doesn't represent his heritage it's like he would have just said i wanted my hair like this because i'm black and i'd be like well not all black people wear their hair like that yeah they we don't but it's it's essentially a black thing he's doing everybody here can't do that you know so i don't know i i I think i'm okay with either way but uh, same such a it's such a weird footnote that i don't really care um would you watch the all black asian reboot reboot of the friends of friends yep i'm in nope i'm good karen i'm in okay karen will watch an all black reboot of the show friends uh nope i'm good i didn't watch the first one with the white people and i probably wouldn't watch the second one although i'm not rooting against those black people hope they win all the grammys and emmys or whatever the fuck you get for those shows but i don't know friends never really interested me um, oh you mean just like friends the show friends yeah i guess i mean that's what the what did, was. what did no because i didn't watch friends i you know i thought we were gonna take friends and spruce it up and, and black i mean it black up, it up but... i guess put some blackness in it i mean I, i'd rather watch living single or something agree friends but you know that you wouldn't need to reboot it with black people you just you know anyway uh 2035 anything for bernie was this episode oh, what was the numbers did you do the numbers oh shit did i not do the numbers um yeah i didn't okay 64 percent said they good 36 percent said they in okay so i think i'm in the, i'm good I, I don't want it uh anything for bernie was episode 2035 we got one comment from Amon. uh man anytime you know what else too karen what's up anytime i start talking about bernie people come out to it works about that it is about that time for us to start getting bad reviews weird mm-hmm. emails and right shit. weird <sighs> messages and posts yes sir they probably, they probably got your shit starred you deleted it that's like fuck it i'm gonna take a snapshot and i'm gonna be sure that i'm reminding him i didn't even think about that that's yep. probably all this is and every time he runs and when they get close to the election you know they kind of scattered but yeah they'll be back i just need that man to like know what i'm not even gonna say it because i would vote for him i don't know why these niggas be so mad if you're not like sucking his dick uh anyway <laughs> uh episode 2035 anything for bernie your mom says hey y'all you're reading rambo segment reminded me of a conversation i had with my sister who's a journalist and a freelance writer he did an interview with a foster parent and people kept calling or texting her about how it was so good and impressive it made them cry she called me upset because to her it was literally the simplest thing she ever wrote she was kind of insulted in fact because she does a lot of research for other things she's written i laughed and reminded her that's how people are when that's how people are when they don't do what you do we're right. not always going to like or understand your high art Mm-mm. and may rave and gush about something you think is so simple definitely right. going to have to check out quest love's book yeah right because you know it's one of those things with when people don't put things out there they don't really understand but there there's things that you do as a creative where you go i like this i think this this is cool and people get and they be like i i didn't have the same thing did this some shit where you like this is okay and people go it's the best thing in the world and you're like oh okay i guess y'all determine yeah i think also like 
you have to let go a little bit of your expectations and desires for the audience reaction correct you know like you can't be a control freak or perfectionist in that way because you you're dealing nuts. with you're dealing with other people and other people are variables and so you know it's something that you really over the years i know i've had to learn to let go to be like well some people ain't gonna like it you know and how the fuck can i really be mad at that when we have been so supported and so affirmed and so like we have had every thought that we feel about um what we do essentially support it like people have come back and say i actually do like this thing i like some people even go i didn't like this at first now i do like it you know so um yeah i I can't even can't even complain gotta just let people do what they feel what they feel and i'm sure i have my things that i don't like and stuff and i and that's uh, that's for me you know to try to decide how to determine and, and handle that stuff yep you know i'm trying i'm really focusing on allowing people more room to cook to make their mistakes to do the things i don't like to disagree with the things i believe like i'm trying my best to like allow for people's humanity because i feel and maybe it's an overcorrection but i feel like too much pressure via the the internet and social media and just the media in general too much pressure has become about like being very black or white on people being very dismissive being very like there is no right answer except the one i arrived to like there and anything else is my enemy all right there is no other way one plus one equals two three minus one equals two two plus zero equals two so my thing is as long as you come up with the same results who gives a fuck about how you get there mm. like I've, and that's how i've always felt who, who cares what road or mountain you took to get there Did but that's you? assuming you get to the same result i'm saying right. sometimes you're not gonna get to the same result right and, and, you, like, and, and that's was, okay too i was reading an article today where lena waith was addressing the commentary around her film queen and slim and how a lot of black people specifically black women felt ultimately betrayed by that film and felt very hurt by the ending and felt very uh confused by what the messaging was supposed to be during the love scene slash uh the black kid shooting the cop scene and shit and there's a lot of anger righteous anger from a lot of the people that she promoted that film to you know she used all the woke buzzwords that got those people to feel like it was some type of safeness or some type of understanding and vision that they never would experience from someone else and it's led to people arguing for weeks and all this Mm -hmm. shit so she was defending her film and someone had sent this to me like look at this interview and i you know i I mean i won't front some of it i did find to be kind of laughable or kind of like typical typical like deflection and avoidance stuff that she's done before you know um you know they brought up you know the me too movement and how things happened on the set of the shy after she had told everybody Mm -hmm. how she would it would never happen on one of her sets and she would handle it and all and then all of a sudden she was like i'm just a janitor i don't know i don't even work here you know but at the end of the day though when i read that shit and she defended her choices in that film you know what i said that's her decision correct like i like the only real decision i get to make is whether or not i want to see the next lena waith film that's it like if she feels that those were good decisions i can see the reasoning to why she feels those are good decisions i don't need to knock her down because i didn't enjoy it or because i felt that that it would have been better with a different decision that's not my fucking that's not what what i want to do to her art 
i i want to understand it that's it and if i can understand it then i can uh, at least acknowledge like okay here's the creativity in that and i understood her point you know she brought it back to like you know the 90s and john singleton flicks like boys in the hood and you know minister society and you know and how it ended sometimes sad and people died or they didn't make it out the hood or you know and that was a message he, that he wanted to send uh, to america about what was happening in black neighborhoods that people didn't give a fuck about and you know what i remember that time i didn't have a problem with it at that time now it's 2020 you would think well that was our that statement was made in the 90s why do we need to make it again but you know what she felt like it was time for it to be made again that's it so the same way that i would defend like tyler perry's the choice to, to use shitty wigs and and uh and at least he don't you know he keep it real he'll never like try to use the woke buzzwords he really be like i'm over here making films for my folk okay lean away that's the art she wants to make as a black person she don't have to represent me she don't got to represent you and she can talk all that talk but at the end of the day she represents lena waith and that's all she's really responsible for doing so i don't know i I was able to kind of let all that shit go when i read it and i know i was supposed to get like worked up and be like fuck her but nah it's it's her work right and and also I, i i think for me i mean i talked to you off mic but i think for me overall and i don't know if this is a good or bad thing but a lot of times i see shit happen i go okay and then i just turn around and go and do what i some shit i don't even talk to you about i'm like oh, i don't give a fuck and i just go on do what i like like that's them they have the right to do those things they have the right to say those things i am in control of my own emotions i am in control on how much i i, I allow it to directly impact my day-to-day life i am in control of that a lot of times people on social media act like they are not in control of their emotions and they are not in control over the actions that they take based off of somebody else's actions you are you don't have to say anything you don't have to respond you don't have to if you choose to so be it you have the right to 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 respond back but they also have the right to respond and not respond back to you yeah so and I, i think also it's just weird to be like i criticize your shit now i expect you to internalize it and change your entire point of view no i did what i did i did think about it so now what you gonna do because that's really all you can ask somebody did you think about this choice you made and because there's there's thoughtless decisions and there's you know decisions with intent agree and if you can say if you tell an artist like i didn't like this thing you did and they go well i did that on purpose for these reasons right i feel like you need to drop it i don't think there's another level to this that's it the way i feel has been considered and they don't agree you know and i think more people need to get more comfortable with that shit and i'm trying my best to be comfortable with that you know and 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 accept people for this is this person's point of view this is where they're at they're not coming off of this for now cool now what is my actions what is my actions the poll was have you ever been set up or set up someone to be robbed no no okay 92 percent what a first of all the answers weren't yes or no oh it was yes or not yet so can i'm not setting nobody up to be robbed no yes or not yet <laughs> Mm-mm. yes or not yet Mm-mm-mm. well then i th- this right here doesn't make me feel good so i am abstaining from the vote okay so i'll put you down for not yet 92 percent of the audience agrees with karen not yet haven't set anyone up to be robbed yet eight percent say yes they have 
uh brooklyn shoebag says my family is was very suspicious so my brother and i were raised by my grandmother that everything is a possibility of a robbery setup don't let friends come over they scoping the house out to get robbed left your keys at the supermarket don't call and ask if they are there because someone will figure out where you live and come rob you someone asks you for the time they're about to rob you for your watch you get the dirt you get the drift yep new york city baby rockstar says hey guys keep up the great work karen i'm sorry for your loss finally caught back up with all your podcasts now i'm actually now i actually feel comfortable commenting again haven't set anybody up but my wife can't say the same let's just say while working her retail job back in the 2000s management wasn't treating her well she told a couple of her friends who could who told a couple of friends missing text here and they partied and split the money she's a different person now god is working on all of us amen i'm glad she's a different person now <laughs> oh man uh so what episode was that that was for anything for bernie right uh all right so then the next episode is later with leon uh which uh had four comments someone told me they actually watched later with leon oh they told me that on on facebook they said i went and watched later with leon and said it was not good because leon was in there talking shit about gail king i was like uh oh uh all right let's talk about the comments we got four anonymous uh they're not anonymous you guys don't know I me mean. hey Ryder Karen. <laughs> tyler perry got the views he did because he spent 30 years building a fan base yeah because he got 26 million views which isn't the most ever on netflix or anything but like it's a lot more than what people would have had you believe would want to see some shitty show that blah 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 apparently it's it got pretty, pretty a lot of views tyler perry got the views he did because he spent 30 years building up a fan base the wokes on twitter are overestimating their power they may have contributed a couple of thousand views but nothing that will ever make or break him he was already stated he's already stated that he is going to start executive producing content i don't know what the uproar is about at this point the high class twitter niggas are mad that he hasn't hired them you can't get your terrible writing published on the route but somehow you think that oh the shade oh shots fired <laughs> shots have been fired all over the place bam 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 oh. you get a bullet you get a bullet you know what you take one to the head too i didn't realize it was gonna get this serious i ooh, the shade that is just being thrown around here uh somebody said hold on who talked mark tyler i, I got something to say i want to go to the blackoutest.com who are you finna try i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me cats 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 who are you finna um <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh uh at this point the the high class twitter niggas are mad you guys are hired them you can't get your terrible writing published on the route but somehow think you can tell that man how to run the shit that he has built what is so hard about not watching listen i'm with you anonymous real talk like i'm like y'all complain about tyler because y'all just like to complain at this point because the nigga ain't changing you definitely ain't changing what the fuck is the point it just severed a relationship leave it's an abusive relationship y'all don't need to be together <laughs> he don't want to write for y'all you don't want to watch his shit the end what the, the fuck end. else part <laughs> ways sign the divorce papers baby and everybody leave and split 50 15 go about your goddamn business so i don't know um lotus flower says hello Roddy karen happy black history month my white husband and i are enjoying your reading rainbow segment especially during this month we learned something new about the loving versus virginia case and it's crazy how recent that was isn't it mm-hmm. 
I, like when i hear loving day i always be thinking to myself like oh that must have been around since 1912 and mm-hmm. it's like 1976 or whatever it was mm-hmm. like damn we got family members that were born that age yep uh we looked up loving day june 12th and decided we would start celebrating it this year side note we are loving your premium content um we are also trying to think of creative activities to do with our one-year-old son for black history month He's still pretty young, so I think we will settle for taking him to a museum featuring historical figures. He will understand none of it, but it's really, it's more for us and starting a tradition as a family. Do your families have anything special you do for this month? Um, not really. We, we know we've never really been a family that celebrated like Juneteenth or, um, like Black History Month as far as like a specific annual tradition, mm-hmm. but, i mean obviously i got my love of black history and stuff from when i was a kid and my, you know my parents might take me to like a black history fair or something my mom i remember taking me to this uh black history um like exhibit and then uh buying me books and stuff i still remember those books i i, I know i know they're still on the shelf at my parents house uh yeah, pro- yeah. before the mayflower what color mm-hmm. was jesus yeah your dad just told me he bought some more bookshelves yeah so um you know yeah i definitely um have that attachment but you want to know what's interesting and i know some people feel like it's a controversial view i personally don't care which way you fall on this i would i I don't have a problem either way but um i feel like black history was like 365 you know like it wasn't like it's american history so it wasn't necessarily this thing that was cording off to just a month right it wasn't necessarily a thing that made me feel like and i think that's well, more of how you were raised yeah and so right. i do get excited for black history month as especially as i get older when right. i was when i was younger i wasn't that excited about black history mm-hmm, month but I it was, was like we talking about the same pre-approved negroes and well it was mostly through the auspices of school that that, that it would be quote-unquote celebrated and the way it was taught was very uh to me almost demeaning there wasn't a lot of lessons like teachers weren't talking to us much it was a lot more like let's watch eyes on the prize every day yes. for a couple of weeks let's um talk about martin luther king you know people do book reports on like you know uh the same like karen said pre-approved negroes and so it became like a chore right which, and it wasn't fun for me yeah the white kids felt you know super um guilty and shit and i know there's some black people that really get off on that but i'm not one of those black people that get off on on like look how bad the white people feel today oh my dick is hard like to me i'm like that's sad that our history makes them feel that way and why is it being taught in a way that isn't american history because you teach me about the founding fathers and you don't teach the founding fathers who did own slaves in a way that's supposed to piss off black kids right you don't do that that's not on purpose you found a way to make them motherfuckers palatable but when you teach black history you make it sound like it's a fucking service to us or you know like white people you gotta learn this you gotta learn how sad these times where it's like well you know maybe talk about different stories or maybe teach instead of just showing a fucking film like and and, and being ashamed or being like scared and that's, that's and why they show the films because they they don't want to teach it yeah teach the fucking lesson the way you taught me this other shit you know i know a lot of the history shit is full of lies and bullshit but it's like dog like it's an obvious stark difference between this and black history uh teachings and other stuff so anyway um when i was a kid it wasn't really a thing we like quote unquote celebrated like that um we also didn't like celebrate kwanzaa and all that stuff you know i, I know some black houses did we just weren't mm-hmm. one of those houses 
Uh, as for the iowa caucus wow are we an embarrassment i don't understand the point of how they do it and wish they would just let us vote and leave currently we have to wait for the two to four hours depending on the precinct until our body is counted and final tallies are in i'm an introvert and antisocial, so being in a room with a bunch of people for hours gave me so much anxiety the process is inconvenient for people with children or those who have to work during the evening it's nearly impossible for them to participate the caucus system is outdated and mostly benefits white people luckily my husband stayed home with our sick son so that i could caucus but it would have been a second vote for warren yeah you know it's so crazy that caucus thing i don't really understand it Iowa. Is, it is purposely I, fucking confusing i've listened to it explained a few times i think i kind of get it but then when i when it's like once you understand it then it becomes like why do y'all even do it you know as opposed to like oh i understand it and i see what's valuable about this it's like i understand it and it seems convoluted for no fucking reason so i don't yeah, know then in a certain situation something happened you know this change and then if we got a tie we flip a fucking coin a goddamn coin right i'm sorry it's fresh it's frustrating it's stupid i will say when i first got there i was the only black person in the room after looking around for about half an hour i saw a handful of other black people older black people come in and i got excited until they walked over to old man joe's group well there wasn't a lot of them over there it seems i think he got 14 percent of the vote so you know don't like at least in iowa doesn't like you know he was the threat a couple of them staring at me like i had deflected or defected or something i felt like rod i felt like rod on team tay tay <laughs> yeah it's lonely it's lonely but there's there's more of us growing every day mm-hmm. anyway sorry for the long response just thought i would share my experience no need to apologize Mm-mm uh dia says happy black history month the last two weeks have been exhausting i speak on tyler perry i follow a white film critic from uh canada on social media who basically said he does not like to review tyler perry movies because he is not the intended audience and any white critic or anyone else not part of perry's audience who hangs their hat on saying how bad his movies are is just an asshole and that is how i feel about most of his movies i'm not the intended audience and i'm just being an asshole if i go around telling people who enjoy the films how bad they are yeah i don't know it's, I, pr- I promise you man and maybe it's just the way i'm thinking lately but and I, I hopefully i'll find a way to articulate this one day but there's a weird type of respectability to the anti-respectability shit too there's a weird type of like mm-hmm. it's not really freedom for everybody it's really like you need to be a certain type of nigga for us to fuck with you and and i don't i don't think i fuck with it Mm-mm. you know what i mean like there's there's a certain type of like we think this type of trope is old and played out but then what about the people whose experience is that do they not get to so no more movies for them no more tv shows for them no not they're not they're supposed to go through life with joyless existence or only get finding joy in the fucking woke ass shit you fuck with that's it like it just it don't seem like real freedom it, it, it's, it's not you know it seems kind of fake the the way people are doing this and it, and i can't get down with that so anyway um but i will say that tyler perry is my baked beans i don't like baked beans but i have had them a few times and they were pretty good so every time i see them at a function i always get a small spoon of them because these may be the ones i like before or not i enjoy the family that prays and i saw that one and mr deeds uh mr deeds mr deeds i think that isn't mr d's adam sandler movie oh i don't know maybe oh so yeah adam sandler is the white tyler perry yes he is the jewish tyler perry so i've watched fall from grace it was good deeds oh good deeds i didn't see that one uh so i watched fall from grace uh oh that was a good tank though 
uh because i the whole adam sandler duality i like that so i watched fall from grace because it ticked a lot of the boxes for me i enjoy thrillers and courtroom dramas i didn't like those, these baked beans but i think i'm polite about it i didn't spit them out i just shrugged it off i still need to watch it i still need to watch it uh plus i had that thing in my brain where it's like if something not good i can laugh and that's really all i need i mean acrimony i was like immediately like oh this ain't okay well shit if he ain't trying let me get my jokes on oh i had a ball watching that in the movie theater but these last few years have been very rough for black filmmakers actors and black creators in general and when i say creators i don't just mean people in arts and media i've been if you have ever been in an elementary class you know the teachers can be creators and it's not always and it's not always the rough because of the lack of opportunity i saw your twitter post about people who couch their jealousy and enviness and wokeness and it really resonated with me Mm mm-hmm to borrow from a conversation with an acquaintance twitter has largely become an arms race to see who can be the meanest the most quotable it's exhausting do any of you actually enjoy movies or anything anymore or has the dopamine rush caused by the perfect insult become too much to resist have a great upcoming week i i agree for some dear. people it has for some people yes i was reading an article by this comedian um and it was so fucking good and it will and maybe i'll save it for the show okay and we can read it in full but it was really about we, how we do that she stopped commenting on twitter comedy beefs and shit and how it one it helped her out mental health wise but also it helped her realize the kind of the reverse psychology of twitter to where you think twitter's helping you because you're getting likes and retweets but one is hurting your mental health you're getting all these people that are interacting with you whether they be bots whether they be people that want to harass you even if they're people that want to give you big big ups it's just spreading your message spreading 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 getting more and more interaction our brains aren't designed for all that Mm -mm. and then also it doesn't really reward nuance and so when you say something like um she had this example like if you were to say um i don't like beyonce's latest song but i get how other people could like it because she's a talented artist right and uh and music opinions are subjective okay that's one thing how much interaction you think you're gonna get with that comment but if you were to say beyonce is trash right you're gonna get responses one of these is gonna get a lot more responses than the other and there's a fucking reason for it and so this place rewards that type of of communication so what do people gravitate towards tyler perry is trash i don't see how anyone could like this if you don't fuck with this candidate then then fuck you you know that type of thing mm-hmm. is more prevalent on social media because of the interaction equation eve says that woman who got the vibrator stuck in her bladder is lying her ass off there is no way she was using that toy as directed i looked up the toy in question and saw that even though it's a thin vibrator it would take some uh it would take some trying to get it up in the in the urethra my theory for what happened is that she and her partner were trying this fetish called sounding it used oh i've heard about this it's usually what? done to the male but i guess some women may like it too oh sounding is when you put something in the urethra oh oh i, I hadn't been down that hole some people put oh. like a little rod in the pee hole oh okay yeah i've been down I, I i guess i didn't get to that level of my pornography but what you do is stick a long well i've never seen it in porn i just know about mm-hmm. the definition uh but what you do is stick a long thin metal rod up the urethra or the pee hole if you will and you basically move it in and out in motion but not quite pulling it out it's called sounding because when done properly it makes a whistling sound um i only know this because it was in a weird porn i once watched and i found out that that was actually a thing when i when i looked it up i hope that lady doesn't get a dime 
well karen thinks it was just uh we need instructions because you know people out here sticking things they must not know i now that's new information i did not know nothing about no sounding or nothing like that all this is brent now i got new evidence and when you get new evidence i am more educated so you can change your mind so i yeah i i i don't uh yeah i understand them for saying uh bitch what no well i hope that uh you know they get karen on the jury so they can get the money with vibrators come it'll be 11 to 1 but karen gonna stick to this her guns should vibrators come with a warning not to stick them into your pee hole yes i need to be warned no i think that's understood already karen <laughs> i think that's understood wow so you changing your opinion okay. I, I told you new evidence has come to the table mm, okay. i'm i learned about sounding today no and one. apparently it is 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 not from the from the person making the sounds this is from the penis or the vagina i i didn't know this this is brand new information i got the right to change my opinion you do have that right i'm not even gonna mock you anymore uh yes i need to be warned 14 percent of y'all need to be warned and see this is what y'all get because i know y'all were only saying that to support karen because y'all think she's so adorable and sweet and she smiles when she sings and y'all came out here looking stupid because new evidence came to light and karen don't even fuck with y'all 14 percent no more so now who's the dummy hmm not me i was always on team but, no i think that's understood already because i know that you don't need the fucking warning to be like don't put it in your po when it comes to a vibrator okay so. yeah they already and that's the, and that's the thing i because when it came to it i was thinking like a standard vibrator like mm-hmm. like i didn't go look it up or anything like that so i didn't know panderers is yeah. what they are karen let you already on the other side of this <laughs> don't try to go back and defend them no no i'm, I'm, I'm speaking for me personally i mm-hmm. didn't know okay brooklyn shube says i voted no but since someone has managed to do it i suppose warning should be given mm, why'd you vote no then sis see this is what y'all trying to hedge your bet so you can be on karen's side too no this unlike other things is literally a black and white situation everybody should be on my side and support me okay that's the only thing that matters even karen is on my side now on uh, this topic i suppose warning should be given perhaps an instruction manual i know there are instructional sex toys sex play videos including things like ropes hot wax etc but i never saw one for how to use a vibrator starbar 2000 says i voted yes because sex education with emphasis on pleasure in a woman's body is still a mystery to most people right you and karen have discussed articles and studies that have proven it to be a fact not you are gonna get grifted starbar not to mention the woman to see you was also the one that voted against my singing i'm sensing a pattern <laughs> not to mention the woman in the story said her boyfriend was pleasuring her with the vibrator so he probably did it imitated something he saw in a porno i know you were joking but i don't think people should be shamed for not knowing i think they knew i don't believe the lie sis wake up that's all i'm saying wake up to the grift this ain't nothing but oh i spilled piping hot coffee on me and mcdonald's oh i need all the money and then you find out this motherfucker done plotted this shit for months okay don't read past the headlines look past the obvious these are two people grifting the sex toy industry making all of us pay more for our dildos i don't think so i won't have it 
not with my tax dollars now with your tax dollars brooklyn mill says i agree on tyler perry people need to fall back years ago i went to my local cinema to see one of his movies it was someone's big mama birthday they proceeded to pass out cake and snacks to everyone prior to the movie we all had a ball one time i took a white co-worker to boo halloween to cheer him up and he said it was exactly what he needed there are plenty of independent films for the wokes to watch i watched them as well but i can enjoy a good slash bad movie at times if sandler can make money with his films and tyler can too damn they want to watch and complain but yet not watch all the smaller black movies either man don't get me started on that part but um yeah i do it there's something about the anti-tyler wave that just feels like niggas that don't hang out with niggas at all you know what i mean like like i I know i was making a running joke but i really do they do feel like coming to thanksgiving and being like um now who is there some vegan options like dog i like i told you it's pork here we right. gonna eat the steak eat for your ass come like well now you about to give us a whole dissertation on black health and diabetes and shit like we don't care not yes the, the time Kool-Aid got too much sugar in it we know it not the time get you some glass of water and move on eat the celery sticks and shit up we don't want the lecture we get it it's not good for us we, we get it you gonna live to you 105 and we gonna die next year we get it okay you want, and they're gonna be like who invited you anyway who want the hog malls okay that's all we want to know do you want the chitlins or not that's the real question uh the next episode was go to church leave me alone uh and sandler agony says this bickering against nancy pelosi from white liberals has been oddly cathartic i feel the same way when those same folks were putting their case on for joe rogan it's like what you said rod it's like people want to smoke but don't want it at the same time these people want leaders and they want to sit, sit the shit on them when we literally have authoritarians on the end on the other end fucking up democracy and i'm sick of it be it when it was drone strikes occupy wall street oh y'all i cannot wait to read this article about occupy wall street okay the motherfucker that started occupy wall street mm-hmm a whole scammer Ooh, that was white people's man they really like they really like turn and he's black too i believe or biracial so like he really he's been accused of being a whole scammer out here i was laughing when i read that article because i was oh, like we have to read it tomorrow then. occupy wall street really is responsible for a lot of people's blueprint to what they think politics and protests are supposed to be i'm like this motherfucker is rich and scamming this ain't this i tell you it's so many activists that wouldn't trade my, for my bank account straight up i just don't even know what to say i'm like nigga you doing too good to to, to be this mad <laughs> anyway i can wall street bernie 2010 the 16 midterms the presidential elections defense of glenn greenwald slash julian assange wiki links and so much more i can't fuck with these people and like karen i too have tapped out i'll be voting for the nominee no matter what however put the demagoguery uh, but the demagoguery is too much and hella short-sighted for the millionth time right the sad part is even if they do quote unquote learn this very lesson from bernie i feel like they'll make another messiah and then get burned out because white liberals and even liberals slash dems as a group get too comfy people want hope and change and peace and love yet don't want that don't keep that same energy when it comes to others right that was the thing i with hassan and i just comments that made it just felt so myopic and it reminded me of why i think at this point it's just hard to argue against how social media has not changed us in a bad way not not all of it's bad but some of this shit has allowed for us to really be so focused on ourselves 
in a way that says fuck everybody else and convince ourselves we're the good guys for doing that yep like i'm so focused on me i i deserve a reward you guys are the problem and i think this idea of needing to feel great about your civic duty is one of those things you know this idea that or that everyone before you got to feel great and now it's your turn and it's like that's not what happened nobody really felt great voting for presidents before this like the only president that really felt like people felt great voting for in my lifetime was obama right and that was only the first time really because then by 2012 white people had given up on him black people had turned him into like he's a coon because he don't just he's not a black activist and, yeah, and he don't come in and swing his dick and tell these black people what he gonna do yeah he's not a black activist in chief so he so it's like yeah this, it's supposed to be a, a civic duty that you do it's like paying taxes it's mm-hmm. like you know it's like, it's, it's like a bunch of shit that we do that's like i'm doing this for the benefit of society because i feel like it's my job to push the ball forward a little bit more it's not you know honestly i I don't i'm not surprised that the group that's most the most um disenchanted are the people that fail for you know obama's gonna save us all hope and change and the black like i like and i don't mean it to disrespect them but i do sometimes roll my eyes at them because i'm like well if you wouldn't have been so fucking like caught up in this code of personality with uh obama then you you wouldn't be so let down and a lot of us made sober choices to vote for him we weren't caught up in the hype we were happy for him we were happy about the landmark don't get me wrong but none of us was like i don't care what his policies is i will figure it out later like no we was like this is his his policies also happen to be better that was what we voted for and when he delivered on the things he promised we were like that's reasonable when we looked at the opposition he faced and we were like this opposition is literally unprecedented and he's still getting things done i'm with it when we when we soberly looked at like okay we will love single payer but when you have blue dog democrats who will absolutely not vote for that he doesn't have the votes he would have to change president lower the amount of votes he could get in senate or he would have to do executive order we're not stupid we followed that so your rea- our reaction to like these emotional outbursts of just like well i just wanted this and that's all i care about is when we come back and we're sober rational people like well this is why that didn't happen and i understand it and this is why we're like i feel like that. we're the adults in the room now and it be- it's become this weird reverse reality where they're still kind of being these throwing tantrums they're still doing the like well then bernie will do it you know it's like uh, my point is nobody can just come in and rough shot change the entire government forward you, it's easier to do it backwards than forward and why would you ever yield to let someone do it backwards because we know the next president will be lucky to get shit back to where obama had it right if it's not trump so i don't know i like i i just don't think these people are living in a reality and i think that's one of the things like i said with Hassan minaj and social media and like how much of it has become like we create our own reality that's one of the bad things about it is because oh um the people that don't be on social media like that stacy abrams and whoopi goldberg were both like dog that's not realistic or good what you said is the pathway to more destruction not nothing positive will come from that uh anyway 
yet don't keep that same injury because other. i'm glad pelosi ripped that shit at the state of the union um she's fed up and i'm fed up with her these fuckers on the left should be as well but i guess getting a viral hit on social media is more important than stopping evil shit is tiring y'all yeah i feel you man I, like i said i i didn't even like go up for that like her st- st- ripping the speech because i didn't watch the fucking thing right. but when i saw it i was like yeah that because she's fighting him with she's fighting him in the place he likes to fight optics in the place that that he can't ignore up up into his own speech and all the lies and shit you know and and the fact that people were more mad at her than a nigga that stood up there for an hour and a half lying and is that current president of the fucking uh united states was weird to me right but you say is but if you say that you caping for the, the establishment and all this shit so anyway suck my dick uh the poll was who won Nicki minaj or mike meek meek mill or as karen calls them meek mills karen neither everybody's a loser well the poll was Nicki minaj or meek mill Mm, mm, i don't want to vote <sighs> what is happening today lord jesus meek mill 72 percent nick minaj 28 percent poncho says a lot of celebrities probably assholes but you don't really know because it's behind closed doors but her intentions are public and if my brother got caught in an underage sexual assault charge and my husband uh and i would jumble humble myself but she didn't and niggas pulled that big joke on her ass yeah i mean you like to think you would humble yourself but then you wouldn't be Nicki minaj you know how did she get to where she is correct not by being quiet and humble like Nicki out there like fuck this shit y'all niggas gonna y'all y'all gonna leave me and my brother alone or whatever um anyway i i did i agree with y'all i think she lost um live at the library was the last episode and i wonder if i should just read all the feedback next week you know what i'm gonna save it for next week we got one comment and no one's voted in the poll yet so let's let's give them a week to yes to like look at that um all right what else do we have we have uh voicemails um so let's see uh we got uh the voicemail line 704-557-0186 just leave us a voicemail make it uh two minutes or less or you will get cut off uh 704-557-0186 um and our first voicemail is from our girl iman um whenever skype will go ahead and play this shit so hey rod hey karen this is iman so uh sorry i'm whispering i'm actually at work but i'm still super behind i'm on episode 2024 but when you're talking about the northern republic and i'm just like oh my god yes i don't understand why some of them can be so janky why are y'all being so stubborn with it just notarize it it's like i'm not a criminal just okay so i work at this corporation and there's actually at the time i didn't know there were two notaries here i just thought that they were one so my mother used to be the cfo and so she retired and then uh, there was some paperwork that she needed to sign and then you're supposed to get it notarized but of course i didn't want to have to keep mailing things back and forth between her so i was just like oh hey can you notarize this so she, i can just send it to her and then she can you know file it or whatever send it in where she's supposed to send it into and they were like oh no i don't think so uh you know it doesn't look right if i do that and I'm like she you literally used to be your boss are you serious right now i'm like okay 
And so then I was all frustrated. And then another, the other woman who's a notary is a long-time family friend and has worked for the country for a long time. I didn't know she was a notary. She's like, she saw me looking all up frustrated. She's like, what's going on? I was like, well, I went to old girl and asked her to notarize this. And she said she couldn't do it because it wasn't already signed. And she's like, girl, come here. Come to my office. I'm a notary, too. I was like, oh, great. Oh, my God. What did you become a notary? And she's like, after your mom retired. I was like, oh. It's like, great. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then she showed me the light side frame. She's like, you know how they are. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But, yes, <laughs> I don't know why they act like that. It's craziness. But I'm glad you guys got all your paperwork done. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. And, yeah, I'm glad that we ran into somebody who actually, you know, could understand the situation and be like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's look at this thing this way as opposed to just being like, I don't see a place on here. And then I'm like, dog, you see what the form is? What the fuck? You right. And this is not, this is from another state. And right. the man who told us to do it, he does this shit all the time. He would right. not ask you to do something that wasn't real time. What they sue you? Bitch, they wouldn't sue you. Right. You're not frightened. We will be. They thought we were going to, they thought we was, they was going to fill out the form and then we was going to be like, undercover notary police get on the ground motherfucker right. like get out of here right. and why would he ask us to do something that was illegal when this is the shit he does all the time he's a goddamn coroner looks like you're gonna be notarizing your signature in jail <laughs> alright next one. Oh wait is this a butt dial might be it's two minutes long okay all right well yeah uh thank you for your voicemails everybody um somebody but dialed shout out to butts okay all the big booties that dialed by accident shout uh, out to you you know what it's probably from my instagram page because uh, i follow a lot of butts and uh maybe they heard about the podcast they said oh this person is in the butts let me give them a call and uh leave two minute voicemail to say hey what's going on you know i appreciate you liking all my posts and uh all of that stuff so thank you butts okay um don't hesitate to call back um all right so we did all that stuff the only thing left i believe is email mm-hmm. um because i see we did voicemails and comments we did five star reviews made fun of the one star review all right i feel like yeah so uh let me check the old email machine over here oh great it's taking the time loading well let's just go to the website i mean to my uh phone and look at the emails there um podcast emails all right so we did get a few um this last week uh crystal oh wait we already did this one about uncle tom history let's go to the next one um uh all right this one let's see what was our last time we did one 28 um Oh, oh you know what this one is probably well not justin's not here maybe it's a better for the balls deep or something yeah because it's about kobe all right let's go to the next one miss martikin says hey dear karen and rod binging and catching up on some old feedback episodes on voting against your best interest now i'm a college graduate a di- graduate i didn't major in finance so i'm losing in that area when you were talking about canceling college debt it hit me my dumb ass worked through college but to pay for things like food and fix my jalopy my car i ended up with a credit card debt during college i wish Ooh. i was smart enough to get a larger student loan so i could get in on that burning free student loan party <laughs> <laughs> this does not help anyone else who didn't go to college as you stated i did have some loans but i paid them off that doesn't 
mean i don't want those uh who did uh get loans and are struggling to get rid of that um also i want a higher minimum wage so i don't necessarily vote in my personal best interest i have no kids but i still vote in ways if uh where taxes would go up but i will help out the future generations i know i'm not in the majority as a middle class person with no kids i vote for those who are less fortunate than me because i don't see many options just for me and i wouldn't do that because i'm blessed why would i want to hamper others anyway i say all that to say that i agree that most people do vote in their interest except when the schisms are at play oh shit even then if you think it's in your interest then the schism is is working for you i love the way karen sounds so joyous when singing she cannot be outjoyed on singing that Mm-mm-mm. and rod uh, is not is not to be out ad-libbed care sounds full of joy glee and bright sunshiny happiness and rod sounds full of excitement for reading and you can actually hear the thirst for knowledge in his vocal thr- trills oh thank you thank you thank you she doesn't kind way of saying karen's a better smart better nicer singer than me no. <laughs> sorry for, sorry for your i lost sorry for your loss karen thank and you. it sounded like a beautiful service and a nice reunion for your family it was uh john writes in the rise of bernie dear rod you are absolutely right about the worst bernie supporters and the only principle that they believe in is whether it's whatever's best for bernie i deal with them and organize and they are a real headache i've been thinking about the rise of bernie i have two things that i'd be curious to hear your takes on sure the first is that i think one reason bernie appeals to so many white progressives because he basically embodies their own fantasy image of themselves they dream that if only people would get behind me i can solve everything because i have all the answers and even better i don't ever have to admit my flaws listen to other voices or even try to make nice with other groups it's sort of the impossible white man fantasy which allows them to ignore the ugly reflections of how hard it is to pass broad structural change to our system um yeah sure i mean i think that's part of it i think also white progressives appeal to bernie he appeals to them because that's the only people he really is trying to govern for yeah he ain't trying to cover nobody his messages to white people who are dissatisfied and um there happen to be other people who think for political expediency it would be best to attach their boat to his because uh they you know they're like well if he can get some of this stuff done um it doesn't really matter what he thinks about race or what his connections to our community is if he can get some of these things done then maybe we can still benefit from them and i'm not necessarily against those people i just wish they stopped being so full of shit about it i just wish they'd be honest and be like i don't really fuck with this dude like that either but i think he i think his policies are better i think that's a reasonable point of view i think once you get to this point where if you want to if you're gonna support him then you have to support if he fucking farts in someone's face you got to support it i think that's kind of crazy and i I, and i'm in a way it just reminds me of the populism that elected trump they feel like the liberal version of trump even from the coming outside of the party thing even through the not concerned about anyone else coming up in the party unless they totally dedicate themselves to him uh i don't think that's good i think nope. i think ultimately we will be harmed by that and i don't think these movements that people think are going to be created are going to happen and what's going to end up happening is if he wins everything he doesn't get passed because he didn't build any bridges he didn't build any um uh community with uh with certain people and certain politicians 
this is gonna turn into everyone going why won't they just do what bernie says and the democrats are the real problem and then it's gonna go right back to republicans that's my guess yes sir hope, i hope i'm wrong but i mean show me where this dude really builds community with anybody people the most the reason most people were mad at hillary clinton was because the shit was true come on that's why they were like don't insert yourself into this because they couldn't really argue that it wasn't true they could only argue that they didn't want her to bring it up right right secondly while it's conventional wisdom at this point to note that the rise of trump was a whitewash response to obama's presidency i'm starting to feel like bernie was too starting 2016 he was so many white bernie fans show open contempt for obama wanted to primary him use identity politics as a pejorative yeah i've heard black bernie supporters say identity politics as a pejorative and i honestly like my mind exploded i was just like black people can do that what are we what are you talking about we're black we're supposed to understand there's no such thing as identity politics people use that when they don't want to talk about the shit that affects you yeah when you don't want to talk about the truth there's one they use it because you're black you know what people mean so when someone goes listen as a black woman blah blah blah, you go we don't need your identity politics i'm like what are you doing crazy to me really but they love that man that much um so yeah uh it's like a weird badge of honor for them to bash obama or tell how much they didn't like him whenever his name comes up it is and and i think that is a huge reaction um in part to the fact that he was black um and i and i will never be not convinced of that i even had one whisper to me i was never a fan myself when obama was mentioned at an event co-sponsored by way forward our local naacp yeah they can't help themselves i could do all i could do is roll my eyes almost out of my skull they want so bad for bernie to be another obama and i think it kills him that he isn't and likely never will be i agree they really think he want he's this charismatic dude and it's just not resonating with everybody and they don't really have the numbers to back up some of the shit they be talking so anyway we'll see how it goes through the south p.s correct i want to offer my deepest belated condolences to the main host karen for your loss thank you i lost my mom in 2012 and it was so hard even though we didn't have the best relationship anyways i wish you all the best in navigating the difficult grieving process sorry for such a rambling email cheers john thank you thank you john uh my girl katanya says blacks for taylor swift i'm number six hey a whole six of y'all mm-hmm let's shake it off together girl uh hope you had a great weekend as always thank you for the amazing podcast this week rod just wanted to stop by and let you know you are not alone in your fandom of tay tay i've been a fan of her since her first song teardrops on my guitar it totally speaks to the space that i found myself in with guy friends in my teens and 20s i wanted to be number five on the list however since i was not watching live the live cast i couldn't claim the spot he <laughs> he yes i know she could be problematic however she is human she is learning and changing and i think she catches flack from some white women and people of color for her confidence in different ways yeah i just never understood and i and and i remember we had a whole episode where we really went through it and i was reading about some of these things that people were like this is the thing that made me say she's terrible and i was like these are not bad things Mm -mm. like i'm not gonna do it again but just in general i was just like y'all are really tripping and i and this is like i said this is where it really cautions me off of social media and off of these groups and off of these people you know because some of these people you know they might even be our fans and i have to be careful to be like i don't want to be too close to you because i'm one thing away from you thinking this shit is cool to do to me 
right you know like like, people don't think when they say things out in the open that people aren't picking up on the context clues of what you're saying and i'll go oh this anger and this visceral reaction can be directed towards me basically if there's enough group think it's oh then it's right correct and i don't i don't like that shit you know what i mean like i'm not saying i like everybody i love every i don't but at the same time i'm not trying to base all this shit off of oh so we so we roasting so-and-so okay well then i'm a let me go ahead and add to this when i'm like i don't actually feel this way you know so and it's not always jokes and shit so i've had people like literally no joke i've had people that their hatred for a celebrity or specific person was so bad i just stopped fucking with them right because they did they couldn't see it themselves because they're so deep into it but like it's warped everything you think about right you see this person's name and it could be like so-and-so's mom died and you're gonna be somewhere on facebook or twitter talking shit about them that's not and maybe it's healthy or okay for you it's not for me and i don't want you around me i don't like that energy because something something when you can lose your empathy this is the shit that like this thing with gail king right the reason i didn't say shit when she asked that question of lisa leslie and we'll probably talk about it either on balls deeper on the regular show but i didn't really have a problem with her asking that question because it's kind of her brand i saw the whole interview the five or six minutes of it we oh we talked about it on balls deep already yeah mm-hmm. i don't even have to talk about it go premium if you don't uh know already but we talked about it and i was like within the context of that interview which aired days ago no one had a problem with it take a clip out put it on twitter where context goes to die everybody want her everybody wants her head okay cool 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 you didn't like it you felt it was you felt it was inappropriate now i didn't in the context of four minutes of them talking about how great this man was for women's sports and one minute of them having to be like but we do have to bring up this other part because it would be extremely irresponsible and i would get dragged to smithereens if i didn't correct if i lionized this man and his contribution to women's sports and then turned around and said what sexual assault i forgot about it you're gonna either way she was gonna get roasted but people felt it was in poor taste when they saw that clip on social media totally fine i get it you don't have to like it you know shit people people might have felt the r kelly interview was in poor taste people might feel you know some of the other things she did out fine i don't fine the thing that that was interesting was once the turn started and you got the free cosby delegation coming in talking about her and oprah winfrey hate black men and they don't they, they don't keep the same energy with white sexual abusers and free cosby and you know free r kelly and calling her a bitch and threatening her that's snoop dogg y'all's favorite gospel album of the year telling you that shit um so when this when these motherfuckers come out of the woodworks and now you got the goddamn hotel black women haters along with the wokes who just love kobe but they trying to make an exception for kobe in a way they never do for anyone else's legacy because they happen to like that man now you got all this fucking like perfect storm of hatred and they single out a target in gail king and i saw someone say something and i'm not even sure they meant it in a mean way but i did see someone say something to the effect of like if y'all really think this is bothering gail king blah blah but oprah was on went on tv and was fucking in tears like that's her best friend gail is gail is very sad she doesn't feel safe right now she had to hire security she's just trying to stay off the internet stay away blah 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 right 
and i'm sitting there looking at that shit and i was thinking to myself people don't want me to think gail king has feelings right because, because she's rich and they're mad at her correct and you know who else does that it's textbook narcissism narcissists tell you that the person they're harassing either doesn't have feelings or they deserve to be tormented and what flying monkeys do aka the rest of the fucking internet that hopped on this shit is that they pile on and they go i agree with you i have no empathy for this person so you have to believe gail king has no feelings you have to believe she's completely evil and vile and everything she does is a plot against you and that's why the fuck she needs to be destroyed and taken down and it doesn't matter if she fucking needs security or gets suicidal or is sad none of it fucking matters because at the end of the day the only thing that matters is how you feel and the narcissist feel and the feeling that y'all get from combining and pushing down on this person and 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 in this case which which is one of the things i'm avoiding really talking to people because it's just not a healthy environment but uh in this case we have now turned weaponized privilege into we can now harass you and i don't think that's good nope so it's like well if if i can find the place where this person is privileged then i can then bully harass threaten i can do whatever i want to this person as long as i can convince people that that this person is quote unquote above me on the hierarchy so she's rich okay cool 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 now i can say extremely mean fucked up shit about them what did that woman say when they talked about blue ivy looking like her daddy and all this shit the first thing that white woman brought up was the same thing most of these woke niggas bring up when they got something bad to say about the carters they're rich so i can talk about how their daughter looks because they're rich but Beyonce, we don't know that Beyonce got any type of surgery on her face or anything. And she's like, well, you know, the celebrity daughters, they always get surgery on their face. Look at the Kardashians. We, and you know what? She bought the Kardashians. Why? Cause y'all talk about them badly and it's okay. You can say anything mean about them. Right. Because we're convinced they're not real people. They don't have feelings. Nothing they do can be right. If, if somebody dies in their family, there's a tragedy. We turn it into like an attack on us somehow. Like, it's it's become so dehumanizing in that environment yes, sir that i i reject the entire fucking environment and i don't want to participate in it Mm-mm. so and i recognize it can easily be any of us right e- easily you know so that's the thing that 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 it made me kept coming back to and that's what i think happened with taylor swift it's just so out of control now that even when she finally gives you a glimpse be- behind the scenes which i don't know one of our faves did you may know her her name is beyonce mirror beyonce don't tell us shit unless it's sold hey you want to know what i think about this thing um gonna pay for it check out my hbo documentary you know i check out my netflix documentary right you want to know how it feels to be me uh check out homecoming right and so taylor swift essentially did the same thing and we're sitting up here being like no that has to be fake her feelings can't be real no she couldn't have really cried she didn't i mean she stood up to her father but what she really should have did is this because we can't let her be human too we can't let this 29 year old i guess probably 30 now we can't let her go through the same process we allow for other people in our group because we have empathy and sympathy for our own group but you know what that empathy and sympathy really is it's our own myopic narcissism it's us extending ourselves to other people it's not really true empathy it's us being like well i'm a black woman so this black woman i'm a i'm gonna identify with her and defend but if that person was a black um 
man i'm not gonna defend him if that person was a white person i'm not gonna defend him the situation could be just as fucked up just as wrong but in that case i'm gonna pull my empathy back i understand why people do that right the protective impulse the idea that people you know where these people might not extend it back to me i get that but i don't want to participate in that because i feel like that's not true to my own values if i see something fucked up i'm gonna be like that's fucked up no matter who it's happening to agreed you know what i mean and if i and if i can't say that then i'm gonna let you know that too i'm gonna be like dog i know it's fucked up rush limbaugh got the cancer bro i really ain't got nothing for him you know what i'm saying i'm at least be honest about it rather than couching it in some woke ass olympics why it's okay this time but when it's somebody else later on it's not okay like no let's just be real anyway uh for some people of color i think taylor's confidence in advocating for herself for example when she was just starting out and her mom drove her to various record companies to sing for the receptionist to get a meeting with an executive and her missteps and in inserting herself in the moments where she doesn't belong i.e when Nicki minaj went on a twitter rant about the vmas and how it didn't rec- recognize women of color man has that has that not come back to i remember being like Nicki, yes girl and then now i'm like oh Nicki, you know remember when we loved nikki y'all for a little bit everybody was she had just got the black girl hair stopped dressing like an anime character mm-hmm. start rapping and i missed that that time now now it's like i'll be trying to go back but then like every other week she have a tweet that be like and it's okay to rape little children if it's your brother fuck y'all anyway rosa parks <laughs> and i'll be like no no god anyway i missed that nikki <laughs> um but yeah I, I agree i agree with nikki it wasn't it wasn't taylor's place to talk and just like most white people she could, she could shut the fuck up uh it strikes them as white privilege and they just dismiss her because they think she can't overcome that so they just dismiss her and her music wholesale yeah and i know she did apologize but nobody accepts apologies on the internet right and she did apologize <laughs> yeah but i get it nobody it's the internet that's not really a place for accepting apologies uh, correct it's a place for keeping grievances since taylor's come out i think she's grown and changed and she's learned more information i think that people just don't have the patience with her and allow her the space to grow and present her views when she's ready i.e her political views anyways just want to let you know that you're not the only black person out there who's a fan of tay tay uh have a great have a great rest of your weekend love you best katanya aka the thick ballerina thank you thank you and lastly i think this is the last one beth says anything for bernie hey dear rod and karen i hope this doesn't reach you too late i missed the blackout tip this week i had assumed that kobe's passing had affected you both deeply i even thought to myself so dignified but you clever clogs just waited for the hot takes to die down how dignified uh i thought the super bowl halftime show was spectacular i grew up listening to both j-lo and shakira and they did not disappoint the ton things shakira did exist in some variation in most indigenous cultures in north and east africa it is called a ulalation uh, i hope i said that right ululation in arabic culture it's called a zagrota uh you are not supposed to stick your tongue out i believe shaku my nickname for shakira did it to be playful and provocative and for the sake of uh showmanship anyway i could talk about the show endlessly it filled me with so much life wishing you both the best all my love beth p.s i responded to your walking dead response but i think i might have gotten lost in the flurry of activity uh, i don't know what walking dead response i don't remember uh pps speaking of love i was last week years old when i learned that learned your i love you at the end of each episode was to each other and not the audience <laughs> yeah i don't know y'all niggas uh all right y'all <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh man you gotta know somebody to love them you know no offense but you know i don't like to just say that uh you know without meaning it or without knowing the person so uh all right y'all until next time uh, before we go karen I know, would like to say something i know we got a few more minutes um i know we talked about the library thing but we actually had a ball at the library and i will encourage everybody to use the resources at your local library go find out what they're doing and also for those of you they don't know you can also get digital library cards so for those of you that do actually don't want to physically go to the library you can actually log on to whatever your local library site is in your county or state or whatever and actually get virtual library cards now you don't have to do physical books they actually do ebooks and they also actually do audio books just so y'all know too so i am very thankful and i'm very grateful and i can't thank alicia enough and it was very educational and i hope y'all utilize these tools that your tax money is paying for and shout out to all the fans that was there that that meant a lot that everybody came and loved and supported us yeah man uh we gotta take selfies with people um uh man one person was in tears mm -hmm. like and we was, thank you sweetie yeah it was so nice um um and she she was like um i give she was like you know you're supposed to give someone like a coconut cake after someone like passes or something and she was like well i don't know if y'all want food from strangers so she was just like here's twenty dollars and i go get you some cake i was like you know what we gonna get some cake okay? we gonna get some cake don't baby. worry about it we'll take care of the cake i thank you so much for even thinking about us baby but yeah it was really dope um and we had a great time the room was really warm we uh answered questions from the audience we got to meet so many people in our local yes. community so yeah man um support your local library and also like um you don't you know i hope we educated people about resources i hope mm -hmm. i hope people um come away from that being like okay here's some some things i can do here i didn't even know about some of that stuff and mm -mm. um like i said man I, we just had the best fucking fans in the world don't we um, don't we have to even have people come out to a library on a saturday because i was like i was actually surprised people showed up and then somebody was like why and i was like i don't know it just felt like you it's know it's always a surprise i know if it would have been four people i would have still been just as happy because mm -hmm. i would have been like oh shit four people like that's just my expectations for things but uh it was it's really blessing man our fans are such good representatives man like that's funny they're engaging yes they're polite like we didn't have to give any instructions or mm -hmm. right, can you can you please be quiet in the back like nah our people mm -hmm. are so fucking dope so i it just every time i have i see our fans i'm always like re reminded and affirmed like yo we're valuable um what we do if our fans are a reflection of us then what we do we're doing the right thing because they're, they're these are the values that i uphold and you see it in our fans mm -hmm. so all right y'all we'll talk to y'all uh next time until then karen yes i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah. audience y'all cool too <laughs>